Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Because I guarantee you, I could be in a room like, you would sit in a room with like eight people who cover the sport, and you'd be like, Will Muschamp's a fucking idiot. Everybody would be like, no, no. I think my well, favorite. You know what pisses me? I said this to Ryan already today. There are 400 investigative reporters on this sport, and many of them are actually allegedly good at investigating. And not one person that I can tell has ever considered, huh, Will Muschamp is nice to me all the time because he looks like me, uh, and he needs <laughs> me to succeed at his job. Uh, I buy that. I buy that completely. Next, next question. Absolutely no introspection on this shit whatsoever. He's a good man with a good family. I'm like Stalin loved his kids. <laughs> my, I think my favorite part, looking back, is that when he got the job initially, nobody, nobody even bothered to do like, here's what will must, here's why this will be different. Here's right. why will what will will must chip learned. It is like, what everyone did was like, oh, if he'd hired that. Uh, that Roper OC that he had that last right, year, right? Things if would only. have been great. It so now he knows. Now he's going to go spread he's, offense. Now he's going to start with him. Uh oh. Two years yeah. later, what what they say starting out this year? We're going to slow it back down. We're going to slow it. <laughs> and <laughs> he did. Hey. scoring too many points. And he did. Dude, he's got the. Or right, if you go like, okay, well, what does he need to implement his plan? What does he really need to make things? Well, Muschamp was just trying to make a clock for school. That was all. <laughs> that was all he was trying to do. But like the idea being so that so much like, ground pork in this clock. <laughs> it's savory and spicy. <laughs> but like, <sighs> like okay, I need a running back because that's what I really need to protect my defense is a running back. Okay, do you know who the leading rusher in the SEC is right now? Kevin Harris of South Carolina. He had two hundred and forty-three fucking yards against Ole Miss. And you know how much he protected the defense? Seven hundred yards. <laughs> 
they still gave up 700 yards because you're a fucking loser. Oh, and he's on a group text with Lane Kiffin. <laughs> and he's on a group text with Lane Kiffin. I hope Lane Kiffin texted him his whole butthole. Like, just the whole fucking thing. How would you, like, with the flash? With the yeah, flash. Pan- I, I assume you mean, like, a panorama photo. I hope the same GA who had to go up in the stands and get his play card after he threw it in there had to take a picture of Lane Kiffin's butthole. Oh, no, no, no. Lane is very Muschamp. adept at taking pictures of his own butthole. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't, you don't do Pilates to not take pictures of your own butthole. That's true. Maybe he had the police like, hey, listen, while I'm here, could you just... No, no, I'm telling you, this is this is the one skill that yeah. he has honed. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even he knows where the angle is, just feels it click. If you just me- if you just measure from if you measure feels. from the base, you got to measure from the base. Wait, right. what? Yeah, like lasagna. We're this talking about is, lasagna again. This, this show is over, and I hate it. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. If you want another one, too bad. That's all they let us have. We grab the first license. But you know what? It's too bad for the haters. Because we're very good at this. We're so good. How good are we? I don't know. Could have told you. Because we're obviously brilliant people who possess insights no one else could have gotten by looking at a win-loss percentage. Or by watching any of their games. What was our reaction to South Carolina hiring Will Muschamp? Ryan, do you recall? Uh, you know, I don't recall it specifically because my brain like, pushes away full cast content the minute it enters as a self-preservation mechanism. we got to learn how to do that. And also so I can never testify. Ryan, right. you're going on no takes exposed. That's right. I, I can't retain full cast information. But I'm going to go ahead and venture a casual guess that it was not positive. I don't think it was very positive. <laughs> I think we all said it was going to fail. And I'm not... I'm By the way, I'm taking no glee in that. No happiness. This is just factual. That... If you saw somebody who enjoyed making the same mistakes over and over again, you wanted to hire that person, there was a very high chance that he was going to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And you were going to get the same results. Which is what happened. Jason. I mean, it's kind of different. It's a little different, right? Like, at Florida, if, uh, if, if Muschamp's team scores 42 points, the world has ended, right? At mm-hmm. South Carolina, he can score 42 points and still lose. This it's is true. new and exciting and different. That's that's unexpected. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, was that worth all those millions of dollars uh, that were paid and will continue to be paid for several years? No. Well, it's there are many interpretations and many viewpoints, but I think most people would say no. I just, I, I so I don't. I kind of understand why South Carolina hired Will Muschamp in the first place. I don't necessarily agree with it, and I think they don't agree with it now. What I don't understand, looking back, is you look at the um, the 2017 season. That's the season where uh, South Carolina goes nine and four and wins the Outback Bowl. I remember that very, very well. Thanks to you. On the strength of this season where they, like, 
lost to Kentucky and lost by two scores to Georgia and got trounced by Clemson. Like, on the strength of this pretty good season, like mm-hmm. five and three in conference play, nothing amazing, but like, whatever. That was enough to give him a, 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 a contract extension. And that's the part I don't get because if you didn't look at 2017 and say, okay, this is like. This is the this this is where the high tide is. It's not this is not like one level on the way up the mountain. This is the mount you have reached the top of the mountain. It's a very small mountain. But instead the South Carolina Board of Trustees saw that, saw like, well well shit. I mean, we were ranked in the college football playoff poll, twenty fourth for one week. We received <laughs> votes in the other polls, several we- like we gotta extend what I don't understand. How are college football programs so bad at negotiating this every time? They always fall for this stupid okey-doke where they extend a coach who just had like a fine season. He Jeremy didn't win. got an extension in the same season that he lost to BYU and Georgia State at home. Yeah. Yeah, that that's was, worse. That was a bad. That's choice. worse. That was a no. Bad I'm choice. I'm just I'm bolstering your point. Yeah, it is like you think you're gonna lose Will Muschamp to the NFL in the off season, and it's not even like okay, Batman. It's not even like he, <laughs> his contract was like. It's not like oh, this is the last year of his contract or next year is like. They're like ah oh, shoot, you know we don't we only got him for three more years. Let's make it six. And yes, I understand negative recruiting. Don't at me. Do you know what is negative recruiting against Will Muschamp? Will Muschamp's <laughs> on-field record. Do you want to know a truly alarming thing about the Will Muschamp tenure? At, uh, uh, not really, but I see no way of avoiding it. The Gamecocks were 15-8 and eight in one-score games. Good Christ. So it could have been a lot worse. They were... <laughs> Hold on! This is Here? my favorite... But this is my favorite school of football coaching and football thought, which is just keep it to a one-score game. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Just be there at the end. Well, if you got tired of all those one-score wins, hey, he went out with a 17-point loss. So technically the dinosaurs lost. Thought you wanted to see something new, South Carolina. Dinosaurs lost a one-score game, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A defensive specialist who in his final game at South Carolina lost to an Ole Miss team that they gave up over 700 yards to. There you go. There's your bill of sale. Here is the full list of SEC schools that Will Muschamp beat more than once in his four and a half years in Columbia. Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Missouri. The end. I hate it here. The end. One and four against Florida. One and three against Georgia. One and three against Kentucky. Oh and five against Texas A&M. And the his and uh, his longtime winning streak against Tennessee, even that has turned into a losing streak. That was like all he had as a coach. Yeah. being what was it, seven and zero, and now something it's like that. Zero and two. Yeah, but there's a promising young quarterback around the corner. His name's Jeff Driscoll. Oh well, that didn't work, and we completely destroyed him. That's fine. There's another promising young quarterback right around the corner. Yeah, and his name is Jake Bentley. And yeah, we ruined him. And he's broken. It said on the label, bake gently. I like that. Is in the NFL, sir. That's another. 
It's Wait, another what? Florida Gator. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's another true. Florida yeah. Gator NFL product. Is he a product. Bengal? Did I get Where? that right? Uh, I believe he's a Bronco. He's a Bronco now? Yes, he's a Bronco. Also, because... he will soon be joined in the NFL by Felipe Franks because Florida fans booed him. That's Why? true. That is the that is the key. So because yeah. because we are classy people who love things. <laughs> Yet another. <laughs> That's why NFL Gator quarterback. Because Arkansas is our most hated blood rival. We show them no quarter. <laughs> um, yeah, just to show you, just to show you, by the way, how absolutely petty I am about that. I did go and look up Felipe Frank's rushing because I was like, yeah, he's gonna rush. He's gonna keep the ball fourteen times for like twenty yards, and I was wrong listener because felipe franks in the game against florida he only had six he only kept the ball six times and he look, ran for two look, yards a carry i'm not i'm not gonna let us talk about florida football on the day will muschamp got fired nope okay? nope this is south carolina's problem because they gotta pay that whole not- check did you know that anyone in the state of south carolina had 13 mil they could just drop i did i also like that they've done the same dumb thing florida did uh which is that this contract has no offset language so will muschamp can go work for anybody else do and the it exact does same not... shit he did last time exactly uh-huh. the does one year rehab reduce. at auburn well like like last time he leaves florida and he goes to auburn and the entire time it feels completely predestined like oh he's clearly just stopping off for one year so he can get an sec head coaching job again what the fuck why does he need an sec head coaching job again i don't know he's gonna get one we just knew it was gonna happen and then it did so what's he gonna do now he's gonna go to lsu or some shit for one year and then be right back coaching i don't know fucking kentucky when someone finally hires oh don't don't put that on kentucky kentucky's made good choices no put that on kentucky this is kentucky made one good choice they hired mark stoops that's and that's they're on a one good choice streak they hired they are they they have at least one other two other i think two other good choices in their past how mummy they Mm -hmm. hired yeah they hired bear bryant a billion years ago and we're up to three for them hiring hiring rich brooks worked that's four that's you know? way more than South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina's had like uh, two. They hired Joe Morrison. Yeah. Joe Morrison, who, by the way, in the most South Carolina thing ever, took them to the number two ranking in the nation, immediately lost to Navy, embroiled the program in scandal, particularly over performance-enhancing drugs being handed out by trainers at the program, and then avoided all of it by dying. I think hiring Lou Holtz cancels that out. Lou, hiring Lou Holtz is such a bad idea that now you're down to zero. <laughs> hiring Steve Spurrier is all you've ever done. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. That's, Here's, hiring, hiring Lou Holtz is such a like such a lotto card because you're gonna like if you buy ten of them, one of them's gonna pay out. You're gonna get one season with Lou Holtz where you think, oh, well, look, this came up twenty bucks. That's pretty good on a five dollar buy. And then the other ones, clankers. All of them. I think it's more like a real estate venture because, like, a lotto card, you pay it up front and then you're done with it. There's not an ongoing relationship, right? We're like, you could get way under on, on, you know, on a real estate scam, as Nick Saban would be the first to tell you. But, you know, and that's like, Boy, you howdy. have to keep dealing with the hardship of having hired a Lou Holtz or now, a Will Muschamp. I will, I would like to directly criticize South Carolina for one thing among the other things that we've criticized them for. I think it was a mistake to not let Will Muschamp coach out the rest of the season, not because I think he's earned it or because I think South Carolina would be better under him, none of those things, simply because it's very funny when a team with a walking dead coach beats somebody else. And you still had Phil Fulmer. (laughs) Hello, Phil. I mean, like, Georgia's still, you're still playing Georgia. Uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving rivalry weekend. weekend still. 
it would have been much funnier to be, like to potentially beat Georgia with Will Muschamp, coach who will not be there in like three weeks. Counterpoint. Yeah. Now it will be even funnier when Georgia loses to South Carolina. To Mike, Mike Bobo. To Mike Bobo. Look, we're running the ball. Run the ball, running the ball. Bobo. Finally, he ran the goddamn ball. <laughs> I hope. I hope he I'm doesn't so call a single pass. I hope he doesn't call a single pass. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. Nope. Yeah, this one. is down by thirty-five points. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's gonna make Kirby mad anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But by the way, in addition to Debo <sighs> Samuel, like the number of offensive players that Will Muschamp has ruined or and or wasted in college football substantial and it's impressive shy smith if you don't know shy smith man just a tenacious receiver the vicious nasty receiver this year who has done pretty much everything in in vain for a terrible gamecock team debo samuel uh same another outstanding player who uh completely wasted during his tenure at south carolina jake bentley again yeah promising quarterback who ended up on a will muschamp team colin hill hopefully going to avoid that same fate by uh just you know chilling put Staying put and avoiding wherever Will Muschamp might end up next, because that would be the worst. If Colin Hill transferred somewhere and they're like, "We're hiring Will Muschamp," no, ah, the Chris Driver conundrum. Yeah, I think in uh, uh, in terms of Kirby Smart being mad, we also have to keep in mind South Carolina when he goes to that stadium, he's gonna look around and think they fired my brother. <laughs> so he's he's gonna be coaching emotional. He's gonna look how they massacred out. my boy. He ain't they heavy, my boy, Lenny. They fired Dumbo. Oh, no, no, Ryan got it. <laughs> Ryan nailed it. That's absolutely the dynamic. Man, what if they're both they're both Lennies? That's the problem. Every single offshoot of Nick Saban's coaching tree that ends up head coaching in the AC or in the SEC East is just another Lenny. He's yeah. the only George. It's just of mice and mice. <laughs> of mice and mice and mice and man. <laughs> yeah, like I will say this. Nothing can ever take away this though. That last year. 2019 i know that lenny's not the mouse in this scenario do not at me don't do it spencer was an english major south carolina did all of the funniest things they could do in one single game against number three georgia in sanford stadium let's not forget the high point of south carolina's will muschamp experience was at Sanford Stadium. Remember, when can South Carolina do things under Will Muschamp? When can any Will Muschamp do their best things when the idea of production on offense is so far gone that they have to resort to the most Cro-Magnon attack possible? You can't even make sentences right now. This is amazing. I'm so happy and excited because against number three Georgia, with their third-string quarterback in, they won 20-17. to in double OT. In double overtime. Double. Oh, you went to double. That's, that's 20, also. 2017 in that's double overtime. 20. Will Muschamp only needed 20 points and, and you had extra time. <laughs> and we saw. <laughs> everyone Everyone saw. saw. Everyone saw. Professor, everyone I'm going to need an extension saw. on this multiple choice test. Several also, weeks. I also like that the, the other thing Will Muschamp didn't really learn from Florida is that you should not trade offensive coordinators like um, fad pieces of fitness equipment 
Like he just every two years he's like, oh, this is this is the year I'm getting into shape. All right, we're getting a Bowflex. Bowflex didn't like the Bowflex. All right, we're it's getting the an Bobo erg. Flex. We're getting an erg. That's it. Oh, I'm getting an infinity pool, and it's just like, well, the garage is fucking full of offensive coordinators that have not worked. Have you considered that maybe you don't like exercise? They're starting to smell. <laughs> So in 2017, after Clemson won the national title, Will Muschamp sent a mass text to oh. yeah it happened. Uh, Will Muschamp sent a mass text to his entire program, th- saying, "Game on." They were like, "No, coach, <laughs> that was, okay, coach, coach, coach that was literally the last game of the season. This is the worst day you could have said that." Okay, this is also a lesson. Cash the however, fucking briefcase. <laughs> this is also a lesson in specificity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which game, sir? Please. The NFC wildcard playoffs are on <laughs> CBS. We'll be hunting the ultimate game. Man. Mm. Catan. I like this that, uh, so, uh, you know, using, hey, a team from this state won a national title. Maybe we can too. And then, but like, there's no, there's no higher gear here. You know, there's no, there's no. Are you there's saying no football is an osmo- osmotic? <laughs> but like, like. What does it mean no, for Will Muschamp to, to kick it into now. higher gear? Like, like, right? It's it. We, yeah. we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is no, there is no Pokemon evolution of Will Muschamp. There, there, there is no higher level here. May I ask a stupid question? Chart is art. No, sorry. <laughs> Champ. Uh, m- 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 oh shit! There is a Machamp. Why not a Muschamp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is um, a mustn't. And champ. also, also a of course. <laughs> Machamp, a big, dumb, punching Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Do we... Um, it, it Was it the Ole Miss loss specifically that people saw and were just like, that's it. Can't fucking take it. Like, do we think that was the tipping point or were they just like, you know, this is a thing I've been... You know, this is like uh, my... This is just the thing. It's like cleaning the gutters. Like I say I'm going to do it every weekend, and I always find an excuse not to, but this weekend I'm going to clean the gutters, and there's a whole Will Muschamp in there, and I'm going to spray it out. Oh, he's so wet. (laughs) Well, I think think there may be another element here when people always go, well, it's probably probably about something entirely unrelated that we can't see. Yeah, they hate their AD. Their AD, Ray Tanner. Ray Tanner is not on solid footing there as well, so... Either this is a self move of self-preservation by Ray Tanner, or this is the shot over the bow that's like, "Hey, Ray, get your office together, because because you, you're gone. This ain't happening." So that might be another factor. And do this. you think? There's do you think Will Muschamp could get the AD job? <laughs> hmm. Athletic director. That's like a gym coach. <laughs> shows up with bike shorts and a whistle. All right, everybody, let's direct some athletics. <laughs> All right. Welcome to physics. Time to see you do some push-ups. I need money. <laughs> so so how do you want... In a sack! Let's do a sack. Sack time. Oh, it is sack time. $13 million. That's 13. What that's what they're mm. going to pay Will Muschamp to not coach. On top mm-hmm. of the $6 million Florida paid him to not Correct. coach. Yeah. This is yep. an awesome job. What a profession. Yeah. Now he and, can do it. And to think... And let's not forget, there's the alternate universe where the SEC doesn't even get involved with this, and Will Muschamp becomes the head coach of the Texas Longhorns instead. Son of a bitch. God, he would have been fired like 10 years ago. 
I mean, let's just keep in mind, he still has that Texas head coach in waiting token. And, like, mm. at any point, he can go redeem it. It's like those medallions in Legends of the Hidden Temple. You just got to exactly hand it. exactly like, yes, it's exactly like John Wick, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's John, <laughs> this is John Wick assassin money. Hello, I'm John Thick. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's great. He doesn't use guns. He doesn't even use his fists, just his head. Just just throws bricks at you. <laughs> Will, did this John guy Wick. kill your dog? No, but he looked at my cat funny. <laughs> There's a scene in John Wick 3 where uh, Keanu is shooting these guys and he's all mad because they got upgraded armor. And I feel like if Muschamp is John Wick, that's all he does is upgrade his armor. Oh, see, the- I thought you were going to say the scene in John Wick 3 where John Wick uses a horse as a weapon. Wait, I've seen John Wick 3, and I don't remember this. There was a lot. Where John Wick uses a horse. There's a point in the movie where John Wick is in a fight in a stable. Like an emotional weapon? No. Like, he's in a fight in a stable, and he positions his enemy in such a way that he slaps the horse on the ass, and the horse kicks kicks his foe right in the chest. Yeah. And I and think then, if you could, I think if you could do that on a football field, that would be all Will Muschamp would call on offense. I think if you do this, you get the A and M job. That's what that's what Jimbo did. That's true. Watch me slap this horse on the ass. Y'all remember that old George, George Carlin bit about the perfect murder being beating a person to death with another person, like holding them by the ankles. <laughs> the dream. Because <laughs> it reminds me a lot of South Carolina football. <laughs> All right, it, like to be fair, it's a very, very hard. To be fair, what is the split zone duo? It, it, wow. Part of the Moon Crew family of Falls Coast. It's a hard, like South Carolina is a hard job, and nobody ever wins there. Like nobody ever wins. Will Muschamp would have never sent that text if he'd actually known. <laughs> to be fair, everything sucks. Yeah, it really does. Like, like South Carolina, when you go, well, what's your ceiling? Your ceiling is like, um, you know, if I told you, you would go eight and four every now and then. That's. Oh, to be clear, I think Will Muschamp was the smart one here because he got South Carolina to pay him a lot of money for a long time and now a lot of money to not do anything at all. No, I'll like, stay wh- out of Columbia for free. Sure. like I've been doing that shit all my life. <laughs> Where's These, my buyout? It's not hard. <laughs> like, I, don't, I have a very hard time blaming the coach at this point because like, nobody forced South Carolina – to sign Will Muschamp in the first place, or to give him a big extension, or that'd be to, a neat trick, or to like pay him to pay him to walk away now. Like they could have just said, "It's the stupidest season ever in memory. Nothing here matters. We weren't going to win the like what what version of this season would have been like? Okay, let's give you know it's su- it's such like." It's such emotional lashing out, it feels like. Because what are they doing it now for? What are they getting ahead of? The race for Hugh Freeze? <laughs> yeah. What a, what a sexy <laughs> thing yikes, that's going to be. That's what's happening. Maybe. Jesus Christ. That's yikes. true, isn't it? Hugh Freeze's sexy ass is what's got everybody all hot and bothered. Why would Which, you? No, yep. Why would? No, Ryan. Because I'm a guest and I can say whatever I want on somebody because else's the, show. It's, it's we not, didn't, it doesn't we didn't create the situation. We're just describing the situation. It actually it's not has, our fault that this is happening. It has surprising tone. It's just about no, no, no. Is that, no. Hugh, is that a Hugh Freeze impression? That is a Hugh Freeze impression. No, that's can, way, that's can, way, 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 way too close to your Mac Brown. Can you no. make it British? That's also that's borderline McConaughey, man. What are you doing? It, I cannot make it British. How this about Irish? Different. No, 
There's Scottish? Always no, I see your devil. Australian. And I, I bet you can go Australian. Say I, I'll pray for you while simultaneously emailing your boss about how you're a slut who should be fired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pray for all of you for saying that about me. Mm. That's all I can do. I forgive you for doing. <sighs> South Carolina. I never wonder why nobody in the industry listens to this podcast. Admits to listening. Admits. Mm. Admits. Yeah. Hey, Hugh, this is... hey Hugh, if you're listening, love you, buddy. Not true. Hugh, if you're listening, uh, uh, just d- don't DM us. No, no, thank you. No. No. Um, no. Send some other sort of signal. Yeah. Mm. So, you know what? Just put some tickets at Williams Price Stadium, baby, because you're getting hired. <laughs> That's happening. I saw somebody say, well, you know, they really should look for Billy Napier. Billy Napier is a sensible choice. And I'm like, this is South Carolina, baby. <laughs> Billy Napier's not going there. Billy Napier would be a fantastic choice, which is why uh, he's not going to take that job. No, no. He's got a spreadsheet. He could tally up the wins and go, man, these people don't win anything. West ever. Virginia has recently made a hire that is looking pretty smart. And South Carolina is going to get fucking circles run around them by the West Virginia Athletic Department. The same athletic department that hired a man because they thought his one bowl game went real well. Well, athletic department. The governor kind of did that entirely. Okay, that's We haven't really told that story on the show, have we? <laughs> nope, God. but nobody will be surprised. But you know who will never bully you into hiring him after a huge bowl game win? Will Muschamp. Won't do it. Too too honorable of a man. You said nobody forced them to hire Will Muschamp. Yes. What if Will Muschamp was sitting there going, I will headbutt your favorite donkey. I will do it. I have the donkey, <laughs> and I will headbutt him. I will do it until the donkey dies. And like Ray Tanner's like, no, not Clarence. He's my favorite. What so, kind of that's my heart so donkey. Over, so that's my this what? Is plausible, so my if it's over donkey. a video feed. But, like, I would love it if they're in the same room and Ray Tanner does not know the actual whereabouts of this donkey. Sure. And he's just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't risk it. He like, Jim, like, Jimmy Se- like Jimmy Sexton walks into the room and he's like, right now, my associate Will Muschamp is in a field somewhere with a donkey of particular interest to you. He's prepared to headbutt that donkey. Unless you sign signal. this paper. <laughs> at my signal, he will, he will cease headbutting. If he doesn't donkey. hear from me at by... At my two, signal, unleash head. If he, doesn't hear, <laughs> if he doesn't hear from me by 2.07, he'll start headbutting the donkey. It's 2.04. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> that's You see, that's the thing is that somebody's like, hey, Ray, it's just a donkey, man. Don't make a $20 million mistake over a donkey. And Ray looks at him and goes, you don't know what that donkey means to me. You don't understand the special bond that a man and donkey can have. This is a super weird place you've taken us, so thank you. It's not weirder than hiring Will Muschamp. I have no, one more question. It actually is, but go ahead. No, no, I have one more question. <laughs> Does he get another head coaching gig? Of yes. course. Yes. Yeah. Who? How many has Bobby Petrino had at this point? Mm, I and, would have, and, 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 like, and arguably, Bobby Petrino has, like, Cause way more problems than Will Muschamp has. Will Muschamp's biggest to be crime. Clear, Bobby Petrino is also getting another head coaching job. Yeah, absolutely. Will Muschamp's biggest crime so far is is what? Football. Being being a bad coach at a school that doesn't have good coaches, right? He got the same results in both places, which is kind of extraordinary. Bobby Petrino to Liberty. Bobby Petrino to Liberty is not a bad call. I will say this. 
Bobby Petrino's lifetime record significantly above 500. He's 119 of 56 in college. Will Muschamp is at 55 and 51. So Will okay. Muschamp's getting an NFL job. That's what I'm hearing. Wow. <laughs> so South Carolina, you have a big debt ahead of you. Um, you're going to need to do some saving. You're going to need to shore up the finances. And, hey, we're here to help South Carolina. That's why you're listening, uh, Ray Tanner. Uh, we have a we have a new sponsor on the show tonight. We're very excited. The, the the long and the short of it is you don't have to be rich to start investing. With Acorns, anyone can save and invest in the background of life. Acorns is the country's leading saving and investing app. They've helped over 8 million people save and invest in the background of life, as noted. Get started in under five minutes by downloading Acorns from the App Store or visiting acorns.com. How it works is it automatically invests spare chains from everyday purchases, such as coffee, gas, video games, what have you. You can set easy recurring investments so you don't even have to think about it. No expertise required, fortunately for us on the full cast, because there is no expertise to offer. Acorns diversified portfolios are designed by experts to help you maximize growth potential and weather market ups and downs. Had a few of those. Uh, you get a heavy metal debit card. That's right, a heavy metal debit card. Oh, hell yes. That saves and invests for you instead of putting you in debt. Heavy metal is better than debt. Earn bonus investments from 350 plus brands or find a job right in the app. Let me hang on. <laughs> I definitely need to. Uh, and invest for your kids with Acorns early. Join over 8 million people plus investors like A-Rod, The Rock, CNBC, and more, and help your money grow. Visit acorns.com slash fullcast to claim your $5 bonus when you sign up. It takes under three minutes to start investing and saving. South Carolina? Gonna uh, need it. You're gonna need it. Also, we have just one other podcast business item. We didn't sing the podcast business song this time. Um... The authors and uh, artists of The Sinful Seven, the ebook that we published a few months ago, we're going to do a book club podcast. Spencer and I are going to go on with Alex and Richard on their podcast, Split Zone Duo. Subscribe today, along with our illustrator, Tyson Whiting, uh, to answer questions and chat about The Sinful Seven. Um, if you have any questions, we have a Google form that we are going. We have tweeted it from the Moon Crew account. It has gone out on the Moon Crew newsletter. If you're in the Discord, it's in the Sinful Seven room. Uh, so, that, you know, find it, drop in anything you'd like us to discuss on the book. It's, it's creation, what we might do with it going forward, what have you. And, uh, yeah, I believe that concludes podcast business. Is there a bigger demonstration of the range of this show than talking about a book club podcast in the middle of a discussion on South Carolina football. I posit there is not. Now, South Carolina, what a book is, that's a, um, it, it's like a, it's like a play call sheet. It's like a sandwich. But a stack of them. Okay. It's okay, like that's better. It's, it, kind of. It's like a sandwich of facts. I'm just it's like make, a, it's like it's a, a word lasagna, all right? But only facts I need is this mortadella right here. Tell you what. I'm just going to make up a series of books that are like the Jack Reacher series, but for South Carolina, and claim that they are the official author of the state of South Carolina. State, right. like, Dan like Daniel Moore. But state Rancher. Yeah. Poet Laureate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. State like Rancher, Poet Laureate of South Carolina. State Rancher, author of the Hacksaw Gentry series. Hacksaw Gentry. It's just a whole series about a guy whooping ass. 
in That's England, it. or is that his name? He, you know what? There is. Uh, there, the, the 27th book in the series, he goes to England to whoop ass on behalf of South Carolina because someone was talking shit. <laughs> yep. That's the is plot. Is he of the gentry, or is he a gentry antagonist? No, Hacksaw Gantry, not gentry. Oh, sorry, you said gentry. No, he's descended yeah. from royalty, but it got denied. His birthright was taken from him, and that's why it goes wow. around whooping ass with an electric mosquito paddle. Wow. One of them uh, bug zappers. Turns coming, coming fast and ferocious. Well, bang! I gotta tell you, I'm suddenly on board with this. Hacksaw Gantry, available <laughs> in every shitty airport bookstore. A Steak Rancher's exclusive. A Steak Rancher novel. It's, steak Rancher it's, died it's like 30 years ago. <laughs> it's the Steak Rancher universe. It is the Steak Rancher universe. Steak Rancher's been dead for 30 years. This is like his kids it's, shopping it out to Ghost Riders. Isn't Steak Rancher redundant? Stop asking <laughs> questions. It's the Steak Rancher universe. Steak Rancher. Okay. Listen, I will write You've one. You've heard of steak ums? These are steak hymns. <laughs> yeah, I will totally write one of these. I will write. We know. I will write a we steak. We know, dude. I will write a steak rancher novel about Hacksaw Gantry. Okay, Hacksaw if we can. Do you want to post it on the news? Do you want to post it on the newsletter? <laughs> I might, we could just, yeah, exactly. I'll turn it to a serial where I'm like, listen, I'm going to write it as if this is the state saga of South Carolina, and it's just about this giant, indestructible redneck whipping ass and going to the dog track. The fucking creation myth of South Carolina. <laughs> That's it. He's just like, and here, I took a shit and threw a book in it, and that became Clemson University. <laughs> Then I, I, I cut Romulus's throat and kicked Remus right in the solar plexus. <laughs> Went to Monk's Quarter and I fought a man. He lost, but the whooping made him what he is today, and that's why they call him. That's right, Barack Obama. <laughs> Did I ever tell y'all I got an ancestor who was assassinated in Spartanburg by Tories in the 1600s? Man, that is Whoa. so impressive. It's even. Can I tell you his name? Yes. Yeah. Tiger Jim with a Y. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's some Mark Twain shit. It also makes That's me kind of mad William that That's William Blake shit. It yeah. makes me kind of mad that my dad goes by Bill. I'm like, come on, man. We had a tiger with a Y, Jim. Why'd you go by Tiger Jim? That's so much cooler. Also wow. had an uncle named Luther Fate. <laughs> yes. Luther Fate. He's, he's definitely a character in the Steak Rancher universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steak, Steak Rancher. Man, we could just pull this out of my family tree because I know That's they true. were definitely in Spartanburg. The bio of Steak Rancher is a photo of him before he died, and it says Steak Rancher, quote unquote, lives in Charleston, South Carolina. As as much as any of us can live. Yeah, he splits time between Charleston and Montana. Um I wanted to look at the AP poll because the AP poll has yet another revelation for I'm us. sorry. He's never going to listen to this. Is this a safe enough space deep enough in the podcast for me to talk shit about Wright Thompson saying he's a Montana landowner in his book jacket? Bitch, wow. you have a lake house in Kalispell. That's wow. not what that means. Wow. I. You know what? You, could you be a, a Montana... A man like, of the soil. You could be a man of the soil. If you're a Montana... I mean, Jesus Christ. A tillsman. Could you be a Montana landowner where I build a place called Montana land in Kentucky mm. and you just own like a $50 square of land so that you can say you're a Montana land donor. Sure. Mm, as long as we don't look at it too much. It's a Joe Montana theme park. It's like Dollywood, but Joe Montana. I mean, a town in Montana did change its name to Joe strictly. Wait, so, did it really? Yeah. There's so a lot of sketchers be rides here. At Joe. Montana. <laughs> 
Joe, comma, Montana. They did. It's the second best name change ever. That being that Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, still a real place with the name Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, changed its name in order to get a promotion for a game show called Truth or Consequences. I always figured that was some like weird old West standby. Nope. 1950s quiz show TV, baby. It's like yep. if... It's like if somebody changed their name to "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, uh, Missouri," which are still you smarter? Work. Are you smarter than a fifth grader, Kentucky? <laughs> That's a problematic one. Hi, man. Kentucky hired Mark Stoops. There's somebody smart there. The uh, the city, the town of Joe, comma Montana. Uh, it's gone back to Ismay, Montana, named after uh, Isabella and May. Nineteen folks live there in wow. Joe, Montana. I hope there was a holdout who was like, screw Joe Montana. Fuck him. I hate the Niners. I'm a Stan Humphreys man all the way. I'm a Seahawks (laughs) fan. (laughs) Damn McQuaid, y'all. Or or like, like, I'll never forgive him for what he did to Boston College. (laughs) (laughs) That bastard ruined my Holiday Bowl experience. Everybody in Montana loves Boston College. We all know that. (laughs) 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 Thanks to South Park. I now imagine out here everybody. on the plain, big city liberals might not understand, but out exactly. here on the plains, we love Boston sports. <laughs> Y'all. Um, the thing I wanted to say about the AP might poll, not understand Montana <laughs> values. It can wait. Oh, it's just, I, my feed's off. I'm gonna refresh it. <laughs> where's my Where's my dunk? Where's my donkeys? I can't punch a cow without my donkeys. <laughs> Two things I love. This landed big poppy. <laughs> and casual racism. <laughs> that is a bond. <laughs> um, I, you know, now that we have teams actually playing. Hate Bill can't. Simmons, though. Fucking hate Bill Simmons. Is <laughs> that, mm, that, that's a universal. That's, mm. What I'm trying to say is that Indiana's ninth in the nation, y'all. Sorry, Don't quit sorry. getting me in trouble. Sorry. Indiana is ninth in the nation. Oh, I'm getting yeah. an email. Yeah. Ninth in the nation, second in the Big Ten. Second in the Big Ten, above Wisconsin. They have played twice as many games. They have both beaten Michigan. Oh. We'll get there. We'll get sorry there. to do this uh, two weeks in a row, but like it's hard. No, it's, it's not hard. now. Yeah, it's not it's now, really yeah. not. Ugh. It's really, it's really bad. Indiana. I'm just, I'm like, I'm gonna say this. Can we count Indiana's victory over Michigan as a quality win? Not Indiana doesn't like what. Listen, we love Indiana on this show. Want to make that abundantly clear. What is Indiana's best win of the season? Well, Rutgers. I gotta tell you, it's looking stronger than the Michigan yeah, win. It's looking yeah. stronger than the Michigan win. Yeah, Mike, Mike could be Rutgers, um, and that's and that's no no slight to Indiana. It's just things are not what um, not what we thought they would be in the Big Ten in some ways, which is uh, um, and most of which are hilarious. Yeah, I know. They are. I know everybody is struggling to get through this year. I mean that on a personal and organizational level, but hmm? uh, the Big Ten, more than other conferences, the, there might be a lot of bad in there. A lot. You know, this isn't the Scott Frost Day, like so many other holidays that I think any of us expected to celebrate this year, but I got to tell you folks, I enjoyed it. 
<laughs> it was we- it was weird. We knew it was going to be weird, but you know, as a as a follow up to uh, you know, a Labor Day spent entirely in the backyard, not a jet ski in sight, and a precursor to iPad Thanksgiving, separated from our friends and family. I, what's really weird about Nebraska winning a conference game when you when you put all that in perspective? <laughs> the weirdest part is that uh, they they didn't give up the lead. That's been the Nebraska thing is to get they tried a, very they really did try. Well, they're polite. They just tr- ask them. They tried to spit the bit so hard, and and that's how bad Penn State is. Penn State refused to let them do it. Y'all, so- Penn State is butt. They're 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 not even the good kind of butt. They're just so, butt butt. I will I will push back on this slightly. I think Michigan is butt butt. Yeah. I think Penn State is mostly butt, but I, like they they are they are closer to not being butt than Michigan is. Penn State might feasibly improve because I don't think anybody's going anywhere. Michigan, well, ah, like, well, and also like Michigan would. If Michigan had started that game against Nebraska the way Penn State did, Michigan would have lost by 30, right? Penn State at least came very close to sending the game to overtime, although this is <clears throat> this is an opportunity for me to bring up the most alarming stat I have seen in some time. Um, on goal-to-go situations, Penn State ran uh, 11 plays. <clears throat> How many yards per play do you think they averaged in this game on 11 goal-to-go snaps? Bad. It was bad. 1.1. Negative 0.4. That's less. That's less. (laughs) So, like, we talked about the Penn State-Indiana box score. Now, if you look at that, you think, oh, Penn State won. Yeah. Uh, This one, Penn State-Nebraska, 501 yards to 298. You outgain a team by 200 200 yards, you, you tend to win, but... Then there's all the you know there's the extra turnover for Penn State, um, almost uh, the let's see, a lot of the fourth downs are pretty pretty even overall. I mean, they were just, just terrible. Just in a the lot red of little. They're weird terrible shit. in the red zone. They like yeah. just could not do anything once they got down there. So like so Penn State could easily be one and three or two and two. Neither of yes. them is good, but they're yes. so bad at they're so bad in the red zone. I'm okay with them calling it the inferior and disgusting term red area. The red area, okay. which I've also like heard. Rash. It does. Every time they go, well, we weren't very good in the red area. I'm like, apply yeah, cream. Yeah, I've heard that before. Apply cream. There's ointments <laughs> for that shit, y'all. Come on. Apply cream, Penn State. <laughs> I think for Penn State, it's the, the grass is lava. <laughs> this is also a really weird year not to use phrases. That's, this is a really weird year to use phrases that remind us that most of y'all couldn't handle a MRSA infection and are now being propped up as the faces uh, of massive, massively rich uh, organizations amidst a global health crisis. Anyway, Notre Dame's yeah. number two. Oh, shit, yeah. What <laughs> happened there? Well, it's obviously the student's fault. Excuse me, I'm going to go let the president cough in my <laughs> Excuse face. Excuse me, I have personally. a COVID party to attend. <laughs> yeah, Excuse me, I'm a priest, and my judgment is therefore above fucking reproach. Eight, yeah, baby. Eight, eight, uh, no. How have they played eight games? It's not possible. Yeah, all the church schools are eight and zero. Oh. Notre Dame. It's because they went to the early I, service. I, I, Clean I, living. Li- Liberty. We're being generous with the term church. I realize, but mm. what 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 is the fucking hurry? The rapture eat, happening? Eat shit, Boston College. You're not a Actually, church. Actually, the rapture anymore. might be happening. Do here's a Penn State fun fact. All right, 
<clears throat> we, we said it last week uh, that it would be nice to know uh, how many preseason top 10 teams have gotten off to 0 and 3 starts. Uh, the number is 9. Penn State is one of those in 1983 and 2020. The number of teams who have gotten off to 0 and 4 starts despite starting in the preseason top 10. Uh, that would be 1954 Illinois, 76 Arizona State, 84 Pitt, a team that contributed to BYU's national title despite <laughs> barreling to 1-7-1, and, and now 2020 Penn State. Also, Penn State could easily hit 0-5 or 0-6. So, history in the making, folks. I just, I would like to review how bad Michigan was against Wisconsin for one second. And I don't really want to take too much away from Wisconsin because they were very effective. And... Yeah, but you're talking about a team that is two years removed from having any of Brady Hoke's players on the roster. That's true. How are you going to succeed mm. when you've only been... This is the other baffling thing about Michigan. They've had really good recruiting classes, and they've turned them into third place in their division. That's weird. Who does that sound like? Not this year. They're not going to... No, no. No, this is true. <laughs> Flip the script on you. <laughs> Brady, Brady Hoke is 3-1 and one this year, by the way. Yeah, he is, and looks great. So, so everybody focuses on Jim Harbaugh's record against Ohio State because that's obviously like the thing that if he can get over that hump, blah 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 blah. You look at this year's Wisconsin game and last year's Wisconsin game, which was similarly like Wisconsin controlled the whole game. Michigan like didn't even score until extremely late. The Badgers ran for like four hundred yards. I, like to me, that is a much more telling check-in of where is Michigan football? Like where are they trending? The fact that they cannot even stay on the field with Wisconsin, a team that like Ohio State, you can at least look over here and say like they recruit at this insane level. And if you want to say they cheat, fine, go ahead and say they cheat. I'm, I doubt most Ohio State fans would care that you lob that accusation. But then you turn and look at Wisconsin, and it's like, well, what is the what are you pointing to here? Lots Paul, of Chris, Paul Chris cheats. Yeah, the magic Big touch cheating. of Paul Chris. <laughs> Big, beefy, sausage cheating. It's true. You, know what's, you know what's stuffed inside those sweatshirts? Cash! Oh. Steaks! Steaks and cash! Duffel bags of queso. It's not even grass-fed! I will give you 17 cases of brandy in a duffel bag. It's <laughs> sold. Oh, it, it must be my birthday. Okay, so this, this gets to my favorite Big Ten recruiting story I've ever heard, which was Tom Allen. Tom Allen, a guy in my mentions who was a former player under Tom Allen, said, yeah, my mom made lasagna for all the coaches when, when they came to visit. And Tom Allen came, and he had four of the biggest servings of lasagna I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he kept going back, and it was incredible. And that's why I committed to him. Tom, Tom Allen, Allen just, is not that big a dude. No, Tom Allen just came and crushed a lasagna so hard, the recruit was like, I'm in. Did you well, see that a display dude? of dominance. <laughs> exactly. Do you think he spent the whole car trip back just like stopping every 10 minutes to puke and be like, you know what? I did what I had to do for well, it. Probably, this is so much ricotta. <laughs> it's, just, it's, yeah, exactly. it's probably just, like, I got three more visits tonight. Oh my God, I got a shit. Just windows down like, oh God, it's bad in here. Like you, you do hear stories of coaches who are like, Oh fuck! I gotta go impress another grandma, you know, by by, by, by eating an, an entire an entire uh, casserole. Egg so, yeah. Okay, I'm so, speaking in terms of body weight, but at what point during this ordeal can you fairly expect to describe a percentage 
of Tom Allen's body as being as made lasagna. of lasagna. <laughs> He's at Italian point, now. At that <laughs> at that point, it was like five percent, I think, by weight. Right. Right. And also consider this: every other coach does that whole endurance eating thing, the whole power eating thing, to show that they're you know at home and they really like your mom's cooking. Even on that curve, Tom Allen impressed a lineman. The <laughs> yeah. lineman he was recruiting, and this guy was a lineman. A Big Ten lineman. A Big Ten lineman was like, God damn, that man could dominate a lasagna. I'd die for him. Sign in there. It's happening. That's how. That's what Tom Allen, they list all those injuries that he had, like knocked his teeth out, like headbutting you know, a player and... He tore his knee running stairs with his, you know, players, and he's hurt himself in like three thousand different ways, just being a boisterous kind of over caffeinated kind of dude. And and he went in, and when it came time to eat lasagna, he probably he probably has like like we don't know it, he probably has like ruptured stomach. Oh, imagine lasagna. Imagine cutting his stomach open like a shark. Oh <laughs> God, there are license plates everywhere. God. Do you know how much gas station coffee this man's got in his belly? Jesus. He's got 18 whole, 18 whole cannoli. Just swallowed him like a python. I bet that mom still sends him a Christmas card. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you want do you want the lasagna recipe? And he's like, sure. And in his mind, he's like, oh, God, no. I hope there's I mean, one. So I, th- I think in Tom, Tom Allen's a good, smart coach. In his mind, it's. Uh, this, this lady might have, uh, you know, nephews, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Keep the pipeline going. Maybe, maybe Tom Allen was is just like lives every day like he's gonna get fired. So he's like can't afford to skimp. Might not get lasagna again yeah, for months. He's not, he's not rich like Will Muschamp. That's right. Yeah, I, point, I, I, I like that. Like a... So there's this common expression, you know, someone you don't really know. They seem like an okay person. I'd like to split a beer with, you know, I'd, I'd like to have beers with that guy. I, like it's the Midwestern version. I'd like to split an entire lasagna with that guy. <laughs> I'd like. I'd to... share a first with that man. I, you know what? I'd, I'd like to split a third of a lasagna with that. Man. I'd like well... to shut down a Fazoli's with that guy. <laughs> I'd destroy an appropriately priced family restaurant buffet with that. <laughs> We're going to run Olive Garden out of business. <laughs> oh, you know, I just like, taste I, my steel, Shonies. There's, there's got to be a point in the recruiting cycle where a coach pulls in and the, the people are like, hey, listen, it might be kind of weird, but my folks are vegetarians. So like, it's got to be like, oh, thank God. Oh, no, man, God. do you know how heavy <laughs> vegan bread is? That's true. That's It's the okie doke. He's like, oh, thank God. They're like, like how here's much, vegan bread. How much worse is this if you're knocking down like a watery primavera lasagna? Give me five more slices of that cauliflower pizza, ma'am. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I love it. I love eggplant. Pile it on. <laughs> he ate He ate 24 pounds of spirulina at my house. <laughs> it's, well, I His got, skin I got, looks fantastic. I got a small CC's pizza operating in my jejunum. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Batman video game in there. It's the stand-up one. I hate it. Oh, it's he signed though. He signed. Don't worry, it's free. We do- it doesn't take quarters. It's just free it for the kids. <laughs> Tom Allen's an amazing coach. That's the point. He's got tickets coming out of him like the ski ball machine. <laughs> Wait, where? Yeah, like his yeah. Belly, no, it's, it's clearly his belly button. Never mind. What did I ask? See, the problem is we, I bet I bet Will Muschamp has eaten that much lasagna at a recruiting visit as well, but he did it in an angry way and it scared the family. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear his teeth like he was biting down on the fork. Will Muschamp every bite. eating lasagna like fucking fantastic Mr. Fox. 
And like, I think with him, it's not even trying to impress anyone. It's just how he eats. Mom, why is he cursing at the lasagna? Why did he call the lasagna? Get in my mother- fucking belly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 less like, oh, I'm gonna impress the old lady, and it's more like, you know, dominate the foe. It's <laughs> just sheer carnivorism. I really hope Jimbo just chappelles this right, just like as the Rick James walks in, it's like your lasagna shit. <laughs> I ain't I ain't eating that. Just leans That's out poor the window. People food. Let me show you what a rich man do. <laughs> leans out the window and hollers at his butlers to like bring in an <laughs> authentic spread. <laughs> You're cooking for me now. Let me give you a taste of this. Now, it ain't yours, but I'll let you have it for a night. You come to A&M, maybe I'll break off a little more for you. I brought my own tuna sashimi. Fuck you. <laughs> That's Toro, bitch. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining a coach being like, I, I hope you don't mind, but I'm on a special diet. And he pulls out the, the insulated, you know, like the, the little insulated fold-over lunch bag, and he opens it up, and it's just like a roll of deli meat that he just like <laughs> eats like fruit by the foot. Opens a trench coat. and He wraps it, it around his hand like a bear <laughs> yes! with, yeah. with honey and just slowly gnaws on his own hand. While nodding thoughtfully at whatever is being said. No, you, you can you're, say you're the You're going to get a great education here, ma'am. It's going to be a four-year mm, four decision. I can't figure out who this coach is, but I feel like I'm missing an obvious one. Dave Doran. Absolutely. <laughs> While we're doing these voices, can I tell you all something that I heard on the IMG College broadcast of the Michigan-Wisconsin game, which I listened to in its entirety? Hmm. Uh, and I will, I will spare you the most of the highs and lows because we don't like it when our our football uncles or footbunkles, Jim and Dan, feel sad. But at one point, I think it was thirty-seven, either thirty-seven nothing or thirty-seven three. Mm-hmm. It was getting up there. Deardorff kind of musing into the ether goes. You know, this is being broadcast to the entire country. <laughs> people can see this. Jim, it was, sometimes I worry people can hear this. Even into space. It's, and they, they kept on for a second. He's like, you know, our, our friends Kirk Herbstreet and, and Chris Fowler are, are on the other side of the booth wall tonight. But just like for a minute, he just let that thought breathe. And oh, God, it was dark. Yep. It was We're dark not, in there. You know, you Jim, know? this is being beamed to the planet Vega, to the star Vega. Where the Have you ever seen the Truman show, Jim? <laughs> Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? No, we don't dance here, Dan. No. Yeah, I don't it, it, the realization that somebody was watching this was audibly painful for Deardorf. It's just Honestly, I kept at it because I wanted to hear them decry jim harbaugh's lululemon pants i wanted to see if it would come to that but no our boys held the line you did miss you did miss an unfortunate um an unfortunate truth from the broadcast on holly which is that holly Rowe was the sideline reporter for michigan why would they do that to her earlier in the day she was the sideline reporter for michigan state indiana oh no yeah oh dear yeah and, oh, and they, honey. They talk to her about it at some point in the fourth quarter. They go to the sideline and they like bring this up. And she's like, you know, I'm looking at the positive. I got to see Indiana and Wisconsin today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. She's seen so much bad Michigan football. Oh, yeah. The, although I will say, I Michigan hope she's in State. Some kind of like 
gay spa or detox facility to get all of that, like heavy metals to get all of that out of her system. Either that or I hope it was like a mileage run where she's like, yes, gold mm-hmm. status now, fuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is very, it is very funny, Michigan State being bad at this point. Like, it, part of me really thinks they're like, got the Michigan win? Let's tank. Why? There's no draft picks because it will make Michigan feel bad. That's why. That's why we're it's taking. It's just the same, this same joke keeps on going. Just as, as Michigan is now devaluing itself for Indiana, uh, Michigan State is now devaluing itself for Michigan. Yeah. So I, I think the thing with Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State is because of the Big Ten's conference championship week setup thing, they're all competing to get Illinois. Oh, God. Oh, dear. That's yeah. Yeah. he's not even kidding. Like the, this no. is the no, reward really of not. being bad. Like this is the tank. You get to virtually win a bowl game. You win a game in mid December. Everyone likes that. You get to go home a winner, or you lose to Illinois. Yeah, Ooh. or actually, actually Minnesota is <laughs> also winless, so you're in the running yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to speaking of innovative approaches to the season, like Michigan State's, where they have decided that in order to spite their rival, they will be just as bad if not worse, on certain days after beating them, only to make that hurt that much worse over the course of the year. There's another team that has an innovative management strategy in terms of how they win football games, and that would be the USC Trojans. Because in two games now, USC has, for the better part of three quarters, said, oh, I'm sleepy. I don't care. I'm just going to let you hang around Arizona, whatever. And then in the fourth quarter has come to life at the exact last minute. Not like start of the fourth. never going to get to fire Clay Helton. If never. You have, never. Never. Going to, he is dug in like a tick. His you, entire head is encased in Heritage Hall. If you have ever had a month to work on a school project and you found yourself... <laughs> Spencer, the night, why are you laughing already? If, if you found yourself the night before it was due in a computer lab on campus at four in the morning finishing the project that you just started that day you are usc football <laughs> oh i feel handsomer this is usc really only shows up for the last five minutes of the game does the bare minimum relies Otherwise. on a bunch of dumb shit to happen oh absolutely they're gonna make you look good for you know what i just figured this out usc is basically like they're 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 the title holder. They're the wrestling champion because you're going to beat them up and down the mat for the better part of the match then all of a sudden kick out on 3. You're going to make them look really good and then you're going to put them over. Yeah, USC is really selling the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, USC's like, going to so this is I love this theory. <laughs> My favorite thing to track in the AP poll for the first 6 weeks was USC moving up. Uh, they got more votes and or moved up each time for six straight weeks despite doing nothing. They have now played two games, and they are no longer moving up because we have gotten a look at what USC football actually looks like, not in theory, but in reality. They are now uh, so so unimpressive to the visuals that they're being jumped by Northwestern. Oh, no. Deservedly. Yeah. Deservedly. Yeah, private school fight. And that is fair. <laughs> that's the worst part. You know what? They're going to get jumped by Liberty pretty soon. Yep. Yep, USC, what are you doing? I guess this is pretty normal for you. Might even no, jump by Texas. It's really just a. It, it really far, is Ryan. a. Too far. a <laughs> Sorry. 
barbed flourish to this year to have a good Northwestern in the mix. You, you know what? Like, though, that is a lot. Is that not the most Northwestern thing to go in a year that won't count anyway? They're like, we're real good. We're showing up. We're doing all of our work in the year that won't count. That Looking around forget. in an empty, like, pandemic ravaged hellscape. Did no one do the reading? That's it. They're just showing up to um, Ryan Field being like, look, we still we're, we're attending all of our virtual classes. Our Zoom calls are prompt. Raising and, their hand. Um, I, I believe you asked for everyone to have cameras on. Is that right? Oh, God, they're absolutely. <laughs> the uh-huh. Yeah, at home in their bedroom wearing like neckties. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm Wisconsin ready. is going to resolve this whole Northwestern thing for us pretty soon. So. God, I really hope they do, because if they don't, that would be the funniest thing. Oh, man. What if Northwestern wins a national title? That would, if Nor- if Northwestern won the national title, well, as Medill grads, yeah, as wow. Medill grads, I would be thrilled mm-hmm. to see well, my Wildcats like, that successful. Uh, that's, Objectively that's, thrilled. That's yes. the, that's the number one sign that Michigan needs to fire Jim Harbaugh if Northwestern wins the national title. <laughs> yeah, that that would be it. Also, also the best part is they'd beat Notre Dame doing it, and then everybody in Indiana would hate them. <laughs> Everybody in Illinois and Indiana. What, what a new and different experience that would be. Chicago boos Northwestern for beating Notre Dame. <laughs> the title game. And then push Pat them Fitz- into the push them into the lake, bulldoze the whole thing. <laughs> and then Pat Fitzgerald takes the Bears' job just in the Illinois oh, singularity. Oh, he's not going to like that at all. Those oh, players man. got a union. Yeah, the the, the Bears uh, under Pat Fitzgerald. Wow, they'd have no offense and all defense. Can you imagine what that would be like? Dad, be perfect. Be perfect, Jason. Man, imagine Bears Northwestern fans. Y'all have fun each weekend, don't you? Oh, Jesus. I mean, Roger's a Jets Northwestern fan. Yeah, but the Jets have something to strive for. A really good draft pick. That's true. Roger is quirky. And and, and we love Roger. The Jets might score a lot of points. They're going to give up a ton of points, though. Whereas the Bears, you you know what you're going to get, which is nothing. We only have 16 points to spare. Let's see who gets them. (laughs) You better measure them out, Coach Pat. Do the math. <laughs> Fitzy. Did you Fitzy. bring some for everybody? Nope. <laughs> he's gritty and working class. Dude, he's worth like $30 million. And he's he's gritty. Western for like 15 years. He's I gritty. really just mean he doesn't have a regular moisturizing regimen. <laughs> Pat's a Chicago guy. He's from Evanston. He's Evanston. not comfortable with more than one haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he's had the same haircut since 1992. Regular like, like a watch. <laughs> Yeah, I. No wait, Pat wait. Are you? Are you? Wait, you mean yeah. like? Okay, Ryan, you went the same place I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way that man poops. <laughs> Just clocking in, shows up at the same time every day. Seven forty-three. <laughs> On the dot, he's out of there by seven forty-eight. It's astonishing. Um, every uh, vein in his face burns. <laughs> like our fathers just like our fathers his retinas get cloudy and that's when you know it's time it's because there are only three sec games this week we've talked a lot about the so Big far 10, but i got i got well hey there's seven on the schedule right now baby seven we'll we'll see if that's true by tuesday you, you but jinx, right now you, you've jinxed the fuck out of it so. dude what i have nothing to do with this it's a pandemic You're, oh, hey, wow. hey sec hey. network wow. plant spencer hall getting awful <laughs> that's right. defensive here. that's wow. right that's right because you want to talk about Florida, and I'm not going to let you talk about Florida. Oh, I'm not Why, talking. Something happened? I'm not talking about Florida. Oh, I have I have juked you bad because I want to talk. He's going to talk about Arkansas. No, I was going to talk about 
one more Big Ten story that we had to cover, which is this, that Kirk Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz absolutely detests B.J. Fleck. Yeah. Absolutely hates him. Yeah. Because not only did he go for two, up 26-0, because that's what the card says, called all three timeouts in the last minute. Are, are you going to read that one tweet? Of an absolute blowout. Oh, the, the the Kirk. I actually had mentioned that, but no. Let, let's let, let's share the Kirk Ferentz timeout quote. Mm. Uh, because Kirk Ferentz, uh, when he was asked about, oh, I don't know. Oh, that's not the tweet I'm talking about. No, 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 no. Because the quote from Ferentz that I want to talk about is this. Because when asked why he called the timeouts, it said. They called the timeout, I guess, to get a look at what we were doing and reconsider, Ferentz said. So we just wanted to make sure we got a good look at what they were doing. No sense in taking them on the bus with us. <laughs> we figured we'd take Floyd with us and leave the timeouts here. <laughs> Once again, your annual reminder that Floyd of Rosedale is the best rivalry trophy in existence. Did, did you see It always thing? makes me say rivalry trophy. Did you see the thing where Floyd used to be an actual pig, but he Yes. Uh, what did he yeah. what did he get? Um he had he, he no Diverticulitis? Had, no, it was a disease of some sort, but I can't remember what the actual disease was. Gout. Pig flu oh, that's a thing. No. Gout would be incredible. Mm. Oh wait, wait, here it is. <clears throat> The living Floyd of Rosedale wasn't vaccinated, something that came as a surprise to somebody's father. I've skipped around here a little bit. Um, who assumed that since it came from the university, it would be up to date on its shots. Uh, so he died of cholera just eight months. <laughs> yeah. Pig cholera. Yeah, pig also, cholera. Also, Floyd originally was a, uh, a racism distraction. Oh, because- man. Yeah, yeah. There, there was. Uh, good thing that's work? not. Good thing we don't have to worry about that at Iowa anymore. Yeah. Floyd, yeah. Floyd did not solve. Floyd did not solve racism. That was Floyd's greatest regret. Mm. Wait, so they, did they bronze the actual pig? They bronze racism. Is he in there? He's in there. Yep. Cool. And if you crack the bronze, he'll come out and seek vengeance on everyone. Gatekeeper, key master, gatekeeper, key master. <laughs> That is great seeing a bunch of college football players at the end of the game going, Give us the pig! <laughs> it's beautiful. I think that all trophies that are not uh, weapons or old shoes should have to be some form of metal animal. I think it should be, have to be, yeah, I think it should have to be something that came off a farm, right? Like I want to include the brass spittoon and the silver spade from, uh, from out in New Mexico because those are beautiful. And I want to include all the cannons... And the boots. Yeah. Uh, you you want every, like mono- you basically want monopoly pieces. I'm just realizing this. Yeah, I would accept yeah. a hat because like we, would like the 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 Oklahoma Texas hat. I assume you're fine with. Yeah, the yeah, bronze the bronze Scotty. Right. Sure. <laughs> Let's make the rule this: no trophies. Has to be an object. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. it has to preferably be a metal animal. No fucking governor's cup. Get that shit out of here. No. Right. Get the governor. Get a get bronze <laughs> governor. Here's we what get we want. Gov- right? oh, Here's we what like we him. want. We want a cup worn by the governor. God. That's what Let, we're playing for, boys. And Kentucky, and Kentucky wins Lennon's corpse. <laughs> we did it for liberty. <laughs> you won the brain of JFK. Wow. 
Which part of it? (laughs) (laughs) God damn! You know, I took a left turn, and then Jason just hit an orbit. Jason just barreled turn. Wait, you're saying you're saying you're saying you went left, and Jason went back into the right. He went back into the right. He did. Um, I do have. No, I just, we all need to take a breath. Speaking of sudden painful twist of fate. Unlike oh, boy. JFK. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk about... Which Floyd of, Floyd of Rosedale can't do anymore on account of the pig cholera. <laughs> until someone frees him. Until, I just wanted to say pig cholera. Prove Floyd that, of Rosedale that didn't day. kill JFK. Until that day when he comes back to, to save us. <laughs> um, Any minute now, Floyd. Yeah. So... I have a confession to make. Oh, Our no, sorry, Brian. Hog is I an awesome hog. He reigns from, <laughs> from heaven up. Mm. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> but with a big echo, a big, <laughs> a big, a big bronze echo. Hello. <laughs> there's a there's a comic where uh, the death of Wolverine, where Wolverine dies because he's covered in metal. That's what mm-hmm. I'm picturing here. Sure. He, he eventually makes his way out. So Floyd is gonna grow claws and scratch his way out. This is kind of how Aida ends. <laughs> that's, that's what Floyd of Rosedale was inspired by. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep before. Well, that does sound like, no, that sounds more like a Big 12 receiver. Amneris. <laughs> I, I yeah, tra- he's, out, he's out of Katie. <laughs> I, eat a, I eat a pig in Carceris. You get over here. Um, I fell asleep before the end of Washington, Oregon State. You, did. what did you, you, what you didn't did need you to watch the end. Turns out I didn't because um, if you were a wagerer and you had the over in that game, you hit the first part. You hit the end of the first half, and you were feeling pretty good about things. And that's why you're an idiot because you're gambling on sports, and that's dumb. Because Washington and Oregon State, they were at the half, twenty-four, twenty-one. How many points did they score the rest of the way? On the way to definitely not hitting the total of 51 and coming in just under that, they scored three points the rest of the way. So if you stayed awake for the second half, sucker, and if you had the over and you had had 30 minutes done and you thought, ah, we're good, guess what? You lose. You lost. Washington, Oregon State decided they'd had enough. Pushed away the plate. One sympathizes. Of touchdowns and field goals. Like they were lasagna. Yeah. To be clear, you should have bailed after the punt. And by the punt, I mean... The the punt. Did he make contact? I think he did eventually kind of make contact. Yeah. So, like, that's the moment where you should have said, nothing in this game will surpass that. I can leave now. Like and football games don't often give you that sense of like this is the best thing you will see you can No, leave. this is why I had to hone this like with Tennessee. Like yeah. the 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 work that allows me to step away from the game before it burrows its way into my soul and then claws its way out the other side of my soul is the result of like 30 years of of watching these games. But this best one thing- was easy. This one was once oh, you yeah. saw once you saw that, once you saw Oregon State Send a punt fly, send a snap flying over the punter's head. The punter tried to retrieve it. Eight other dudes tried to retrieve it after that. And you know who eventually scored the touchdown, I believe? The returner? The punt returner. 
Yeah. The punt returner ran all the way. This punt was such a fucking disaster. It took so long for somebody to grab that the punt returner ran from the literal other side of the field, grabbed the ball, and scored what is arguably the funniest punt return touchdown of, of his life. So Forever. if you just look at the box score, this is the most normal-looking play. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Punted, yes. returned. Yes. Yes. You have to look at like a very old-timey type of box score that doesn't give you any numbers, but yes. <laughs> uh, those, are Floyd, my, those are my favorite kind. <laughs> Floyd of Rosedale has a brother named Blue Boy. Some Wait, what? He's still out there to this day. Yeah. Pig was the brother of Blue Boy, says Wikipedia. Uh, is this a pig pig or a metal pig? Uh, I'm not sure what metal Blue Boy eventually became. Is he interested in the South Carolina job? <laughs> not oh, he's for... blue, so I assume that he's steel. Not for I, a I assume he's choking to death. Steel pigging. Steel pig choking on lasagna. Oh, oh. shit. Is Tom Allen Garfield? Is Garfield still a thing? <laughs> Garfield will never stop being a thing. All right. By the way, that Washington Oregon State punt, I just timed it 17 seconds. I want you to think about how long it's a 17 so, seconds. It's it takes so, so hard long. to spend 17 seconds doing a football thing. It's so much time. Seconds. I bet Fuck. that ball goes a mile. They're like, yeah, the ball travels a mile on that play. 5,280. That's, like, that's like an NBA possession after that's it hits half. How court. many feet are in a mile? 5,280. You said 60. That is half of a college basketball possession. <laughs> the college basketball team is considering thinking about beginning to set up a shot after 17. Seven, so next time some uh, like a rugby fan is like, huh, football players only do you know, they only play for like two seconds and then they stand around. I'm gonna like, not this piece at of Oregon athleticism. State. Not you at say, Oregon yeah. State say, special oh, fo- teams. Football's easy. You just stand around every ten seconds. Nice try, buddy. Look at this. Look, you think you could handle this? <laughs> this would be too much for any athlete outside of America. <laughs> the the Pac-12, just the international ambassador for football as a whole. When you say, "Yeah, that never happens." Oh, oh, really? Au contraire. You like, think you could handle 17 seconds of Pac-12? Like 17 seconds is approaching the 200 meter record. <laughs> <laughs> Building, like buildings. Let's have explore to- some other things that could have happened in that span of time. There's a movie called Seventeen Seconds. What's it about? Uh, hockey. Nope. Earth- now it's about Pac-12 football. <laughs> Earthquakes have taken less time. Yeah. Than seventeen seconds. Yeah. God, this looks like the list of Georgia national title attempts. Wow. I'm just kidding. They haven't been in the title game 17 times. Or in 17 years. It's much longer than that. 17 seconds. Sounds like Tom Allen going back for lasagna. Yes. 